Hello, welcome to We Make Sounds. This is Anirudh. And this is Siddharth. And today we're going to be talking about the topic quantum computing. Yeah, quantum computing. Siddharth, uh, can you tell us something about quantum computing? Okay. So, quantum computing, the definition is literally in the name. It's like computing data based of quantum, uh, the quantum realm, stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, a quantum computer essentially like uh, calculates and computes data much faster compared to a normal computer or a supercomputer. And how it achieves this certain level of performance is actually by using um, properties Hello? that are found Hello. in the quantum realm. So yeah, uh, this is what happens. A basic computer uses uh, this thing called a bit to compute data and a quantum computer uses qubits and a bit is essentially a one or a zero that is binary and uh, what happens is a normal computer like uses the ones and zeros to compute data and what a, a quantum computer does is it has the ones and zeros but along with that it can actually maintain a position in which it can either express the ones or the zeros and or a mixture of both so it's kind of confusing so in that state uh, the it's said to be in quantum superposition and uh, like unless and until we like we like go to a position where we want to like view that qubit it doesn't change its position to either a one or a zero and it maintains that superposition so essentially a quantum computer can like compute tons of data using this method much faster compared to like uh, ordinary computers and supercomputers yeah mm. so that's it yeah i wouldn't say supercomputers because you know quantum computers like bits uh, you know like 8 bit 32 bit machines uh, there are yeah, like yeah, yeah. qubits right 1000 qubit machines 2000 qubits is the largest yeah. ever recorded till now like mm. i'm not exactly sure so uh, like Actually, there are larger because like there's this computing company called D-Wave and they actually came up with a, a quantum computer which has like 2000 qubits. So yeah. Oh, 2000. Actually, the 1000 qubit claim was also done by D-Wave. That was yeah. again back in the year 2000. So it's a pretty okay. old hmm. data. So yeah, D-Wave is a Canadian company actually and it uh, builds the uh, quantum computers for like famous uh, customers like Google, um, my, IBM. My, uh, I Google, IBM, NASA, uh, all those kind of people. So yeah, D-Wave okay. is not a small player. I think if Linus Tech Tips did a video on D-Wave. Yeah, he, he did. did. He did. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking more about why quantum computers are strong. Uh, if you look at like you know the theory of computing, you can generalize it by saying um, since it's only one and zero, uh, it it can computers classical computers can uh, compute uh, like the power of computing is uh, like it, it's two raised to uh, two raised to n because one okay. zero, so hmm. like it's two raised to n. Uh, but in the case of quantum computers, it's three raised to n. Oh, okay. So it essentially does a lot of a lot more data computing yeah. in like yeah, yeah, a lot more work with the similar kind of qubits. But uh, in order to maintain a quantum computer, it's it's not that easy. Like you have to yeah. have the sufficient need... temperature and pressure conditions and stuff. So yeah. it's it's really hard. Uh, like uh, apparently you need to like maintain temperatures near absolute zero, and yeah, that's yeah. like zero Kelvin, by the way. 
zero kelvin if we are not aware it's minus 273 degree celsius and i'm not exactly. sure how much fahrenheit is that okay i'm not sure about that either but yeah and uh, apparently um, uh, the quantum computer needs to be like protect for, uh, protected from like other waves of interference and stuff like um, for example waves from like other machines stuff like that and uh, for that case it's actually shielded pretty heavily like uh, uh, for example d wave computers have apparently like 14 levels of shielding shielding between like the quantum the chip and like the external environment so yeah yeah the reason why they have this kind of shielding is because of this property called quantum decoherence which means that uh, whenever a quantum particle is subjected to the natural natural means regular uh, pressure and temperature conditions or like a different frequency or something like that they lose mm-hmm. that quantum nature uh, that, that's oh, not okay. what we are looking at here because uh, we need computers to work on quantum principle especially that superposition thing like yeah okay okay uh, since uh, in some kind of data that third bit um, i don't know is um, i don't think you can call that a bit that third okay. substance uh, like third element in 1 0 1 bar 0 it can either yeah. be 1 1 1 or 1 1 0 so yeah, 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 yeah like that's like two possible cases so that yeah, that mean true. like a lot it, it would help and us in building more encrypted systems like you know how these um, like system encryption what they does is they just take two very very large prime numbers and multiply it that's how this yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. system is being protected and what a hacker essentially does is that he kind of guesses what prime number is that it's literally trial and error yeah literally trial and error so if yeah. a hacker has a more powerful pc he can um, he'll be able to do more calculations and thus thereby will be more chance of finding the correct prime very large prime number hmm. in a short amount of time Okay, so so like it, uh, talking about like encrypted storage and stuff quantum computers can actually like um crack through these encrypted storage squ- uh, web like quit pretty fast right cuz like uh, a quantum computer like uh, for example i'm giving out an example here uh, when like uh, you're given a maze and a normal computer um if you're given the job of like calculating like the starting point to the end point the direction the path a normal computer like normally like takes like all the paths and like checks it out like one by one and on the same case what a, a quantum computer does is it literally like checks out like all the paths side by side simultaneously so like reducing the time factor by like a really large number so that's what literally a quantum computer does yeah yeah exactly and quantum computers are so strong that even very strong uh, algorithms like sha256 will can be destroyed sha256 is a very respected algorithm sha in fact even uh, blockchains is built upon sha256 like okay. you know blockchain hmm. network is super secure like i mentioned in one podcast where it's yeah, almost it. impossible to for a hacker to penetrate into a blockchain network uh, if he wants to do that then he has to hack into the 51 percentage or like more than 50 percentage of all the networks that are connected in that particular blockchain like all those much, that much amount of pcs in order to okay. change something hmm. that is in that blockchain state so yeah that's actually so uh, blockchain means super secure uh, in current terms uh, where classical okay. computers rule hmm. but if you build, bring a strong enough quantum computer then it can disrupt 
any blockchain if it's strong enough yes the quantum computers that exist now may be able to destruct small blockchains uh, but if the blockchain has like a lot of computers like 1 million 2 million computers connected uh, to that network then i don't think uh, quantum computers available now will be able to disrupt that kind of a blockchain but if something is like 100 pcs yeah it can surely hack into 100 pcs like 51 pcs in order to change something uh, in it so it's it's really strong Yeah. I think uh, I think there is also uh, an upgraded version of SHA-256 SHA-512 okay I think no I think quantum I'm not sure ex- exactly sure but I think SHA quantum computers can also dethrone SHA-512 as well hmm interesting So yeah when it comes to security yeah. and hacking and stuff like that if uh, someone has a quantum computer they can easily do it but again you can build your entire systems like server protection using quantum computers so there's that mm. as well and like talking about like computers connected to like the quantum network like apparently you can access like IBM's quantum computer and like apparently like do play games with it or something Yeah, you can test it out. There's actually a yeah. programming language. I don't act, uh, actually know what's it called. You can learn it and you can test it out. Again, uh, like learn computer science for a quantum computer is much different than the computer science that exists now. In like in our com- like class 12 computer science textbook we are taught about all these kind of laws like of, of, of laws of computer science where there's a okay. truth table which is hmm. essentially a table filled with ones and zeros. so okay. for a quantum mm-hmm. computer they will require a lot whole different truth table and if some computer science graduate or some computer science students is listening to this podcast they'll certainly know what i'm talking about like mm. co- contrary to the popular belief computer science is not exactly programming it's uh, some it's more a math related field than programming programming like i mentioned in previous podcast is nothing but a tool in order to okay. achieve your output we are actually in computer science we are actually dealing with how does the memory storage take place like what does the computer think when uh, this this type of uh, like command is given like not command a command is not a right word i, um, I think like what does a computer think when uh, these kind of process is given how does an algorithm think things and all those mm, kind of stuff mm, like that yeah yeah okay so uh, yeah it's yeah if you are some computer if you are planning to study computer science then yeah you will learn programming i'm not saying you won't learn that you will learn a programming language but they, there are you'll have more assignments on uh, like data structures algorithms and stuff like especially data structures and algorithms where uh, that, that's actually important for you to get a job like you know pro- computer programming yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, besides the getting a job uh, there isn't uh, actually much practical use of computer programming but since uh, it's easier for the job interviewing guy to test your overall knowledge they'll just 90% of the time they like are something from data structures and algorithms that's why it's mm-hmm. a hot topic so yeah, yeah. Uh, algorithms okay. you learn about different kind of algorithms like flow charts and all like my point is when you're taking into quantum computing that's not computer science it's quantum computing science so it's like a whole new set of algorithms whole new set of rules a whole new set of like devices so it's it's entire it's to be frank it's a different field okay Okay, like totally different from like the computer science field and like literally in order to like operate a quantum computer and like relate da- data, you need to like learn the quantum language probably. Qua- yeah, you need the quantum language. Like yeah. I said, uh, if Something you don't... Like 
if you like a person who hasn't studied computer science can learn programming because to be frank there are actually two courses in some universities computer science not some most universities computer science and software engineering so like okay. when you take software engineering you won't i don't think they'll they might teach data structures and algorithms because of the job interview part but they won't teach a lot about these algorithms and stuff they'll teach you how to create software like you know the coding part they won't hmm. teach you how yeah. does the machine work in that detail Oh, okay. so hmm. so yeah i mean anyone can learn a quantum programming language and you know play with it probably they'll have the same concepts like loops uh, and strings arrays like all those stuff will be same probably i've never worked hmm. on a quantum programming language so i'm just assuming stuff okay. hmm. um yeah uh, microsoft has a quantum programming language as a matter of fact it's called q sharp and you, I, yeah, oh, you okay. can uh, i think there's an online ide you can go and learn it and test it yeah if you are interested in uh, that kind of stuff yeah like like i mentioned anyone can like study all these concepts in quantum programming and implement it but hmm. yeah uh, good quantum computer science it's that's different from quantum programming like computer science is not programming like similarly quantum computer science is not quantum computer programming it's okay. kind of like you know regular science has all these sub branches right uh, physics chemistry biology yeah yeah, yeah. similarly uh, you can actually call it computers or like machines whatever you want to call it and it has sub branches classical computers and quantum computers this is to be frank it's a sub branch okay like you know some concepts of physics are are there in chemistry like little bit interrelated okay. especially uh, thermodynamics and stuff Okay. It, there hmm. are there are physics concepts that are there in chemistry, right? Like you know, yeah, you know is, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. So, similarly, uh, some of the classical computing um, concepts are there in quantum computing. It's not like it's a sister. Okay, I'll kind of call it a sister of quantum computing. It's like a sister of classical computing, but they're not the same. Like they're, they're totally yeah. different. Yeah. Like okay. Especially when you stress down the initial part, like this is the basics of computing. One zero, two digit, two raised to n. One means on, zero means off. Like that's like yeah, pakka, like the foundation stone. Yeah, yeah. But in the case of quantum computing, it's a totally different foundation stone. One exactly. zero or on or off at the same time. Yeah. Like, so uh, literally, like the the qubit can be like on or off until the point like where you like view it. Yeah, like, until where you view it. Exactly. Yeah. That's how the superposition works. to be frank like one quark might be up one quark might be drive when they are entangled and uh, like you know when they are is you know schrodinger's cat yeah yeah it's exactly that see yeah if when you are yes, not yes. approaching that qubit it's one or zero at the same time okay okay as hmm. soon as you approach that qubit it can be one 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 in one instance yeah. hmm. then after some time if you approach that qubit it will be one one zero in another instance oh okay so it's it's uh, so if you don't approach it it's either 1 or 0 that's why like this thing like 1/0 particle is that i'm not called mm. okay element i'm not going to call it particle so yeah, yeah that's yeah. like a different totally different field hmm, interesting and um, i think a lot more jobs would be created around quantum programming because of the scientific applications like you can do a lot of simulations about you know climate change and stuff if you have a strong enough quantum computer so exactly. and also with quantum talk about that okay yeah go yeah. ahead yeah you can go ahead i'll catch on yeah especially when uh, google 
claim to achieve quantum supremacy if you don't know what's yeah. quantum supremacy it's when um, quantum computer does a calculation faster than a classical computer so google did that uh, so yeah, they the, like it's like but like um, apparently like people disprove of that cuz like there were like a lot of errors and stuff but to be frank um even if google failed to achieve that it's not mm. something that people were you know it was not something uncalled for like people were expecting quantum supremacy to happen like sooner or later okay. like mm. so um, anyway if it's uh, if it's that claim is totally like suspended like google retracts that statement then mm. I, uh, even then um, that f- it's not that that field would be any less popular like even when stop players like ibm google uh, like dwave they're all investing money that that's like a plus sign for vc so some of them yeah, cool. like especially those vcs who are in it for the long term would invest a lot of money in quantum computings and to be frank quant- like i've said this on the biotech podcast quantum compute the state of quantum computing right now is kind of like the state of regular computing classical computing in back in 1950s where we only had mainframes and uh, like people would call you a lunatic if you told them like you know 60 years from now uh, you know like computers that are 10 times as stronger than this entire mach- room full of machine would be sitting in your pockets and you would be yeah, watching true. cat videos on it like you know yeah, literally <laughs> yeah people would have called you they would have put you in some kind of asylum or something asylum probably <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's similarly yeah, but um, to be frank with quantum computers um, to achieve something like a quantum mobile phone is extremely difficult especially when due to decoherence uh, so but again i'm not going to decoherence like i mentioned right okay. when yeah, quantum yeah quantum decoherence yeah yeah so but even the even if it even with its uh, like problems like this i don't think there won't i'm not saying that there won't be a quantum phone there there will hmm. probably will be one it could be there could be because could be. Uh, no one expected computers to be this powerful like no one expected that. yeah literally yeah i think to be frank the pc revolutions of 80s is what made computers powerful like okay. uh, hmm. even in uh, early 1970s people thought of computers as uh, this equipment you know kind of like mm. a tool like mm. literally yeah. a tool not an, as an appliance and it was actually bill gates dream to have a computer in every home okay so like with uh, the advent of companies like microsoft and uh, ibm and all that they marketed computers in such a way that it's more of an appliance than a tool like kind of like television or radio like uh, home appliance okay like washing mm. machine so yeah so that's how computer picked up so if quantum computers get strong enough and uh, if we can somehow advertise it as an appliance i'm pretty sure it will like the rate of growth in quantum computers would be much faster than the rate of growth in classical computers because we already know about computer like you know some we already have experienced something like that that is with the class we, we already have experienced True. computing like so a lot more vcs lot more money a lot more marketing push and lot more customers that that's a lot more customers True. would be lining totally. up to buy quantum computers yeah and apparently you can like transfer like data across like large distances like using quantum particles right using quantum entanglement apparently yeah you can do that but again it's not like dude quantum entanglement was actually proven pretty recently it was a, actually okay. a theoretical and it was done by some chinese scientists hats off to them shout out i don't know yeah. remember which universities what they did was 
they sent like 3 million particles hmm okay and to a satellite and i think it's either 10000 1000 or 100 i don't remember the exact figures only okay. that that much amount of particle got entangled oh you okay. can do that i have actually written a paper on it like uh, called quantum brain net kind of okay. like a neuralink type device when you just you know you can attach to your brain and you can control your brain like you know you can like chat without oh, you can share your feelings and emotions that's my point yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah if something like that happens yeah, again i didn't consider the decoherence and stuff so like also yeah, it was yeah. not some international publication it was actually a competition uh, to you know inspire young scientist and it did get published in this magazine that is run by some guys in kusar like professors in kusar so like um, okay other than that it, it's it, you and my point is if someone's actually trying to look it up i don't think you can like i'm not sure yes. whether you can like if you really yeah. want to read that paper you can actually ma- like uh, i'll give my mail in the yeah, description you can contact me yeah. <laughs> yeah okay and fyi for those people who still didn't catch on like quantum entang- entanglement is like literally like um when you like uh, work on like one particle apparently try transfers data and like it and like um what do you call like communicates with like another particle and like apparently using the first particle you can actually read the data of the second particle something like yeah. like that right yeah exactly like say one particle has one spin it spin uh, left uh, spin is uh, right or okay. left hmm. the, like hmm. right so the uh, entangled okay. particle spin would be towards the left side yeah like, okay okay totally opposite the hmm. uh, so and the thing is uh, any dis- it, it, the information can be transmitted among any kind of distance like literally one particle could be in one end of the universe and the other particle could be in the other end and you can still transmit data also it's important hmm. to note here that the data transmitted would be uh, somewhat near even though some claim it faster than the speed of light i don't think the chinese one uh, it was faster than the speed of light but yeah it close to the 3.8 yeah meter 3.3 sorry 3 to 10 raised to 8 uh, meter per second like close that speed Okay. very fast hmm. internet connection like in yeah. <laughs> very yeah. very fast internet connection okay and um what do you like see as like the applications of quantum computing like in the future and in the current life Ma- mainly i think 10 years from now even now it's like mainly used in research i am not going to see quantum computers in on your front desk like sorry, not front no, desk on I your don't, desk i don't i don't think so either in the next 10 years i don't think that it's going to happen maybe yeah. in the next 20 to 30 years some, something like that maybe like, again maybe yeah so uh, like so yeah f- uh, i think mainly research like for now mainly research and uh, security systems definitely security systems yeah, and yeah all that Up. apparently i've read that uh, uh you can actually use like quantum computing like to like hold research to like um heal alzheimers and stuff like work on a cure for alzheimers yeah like sinsens can do a lot of calculations you can actually predict a lot of stuff and work on a cure in the sense it's it's just doing calculation so you can use that calculation yeah. on any kind of research like curing cancer curing alzheimers predicting okay. the hmm. spreading of coronavirus yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Huh. 
people in those aspects similarly quantum computers can do a lot more like faster calculations to help in this is oh. like alzheimer's or hmm. maybe cancer yeah. even i hope i hope certainly hope yeah. cancer yeah and like talking about structures apparently quantum computers like uh, can compute much larger and complex chemical structures compared to like normal computers and yeah obviously <laughs> and uh, they're actually pro- like giving out like promising results apparently they're actually giving out what i didn't get you promising results yeah oh, yeah yeah like uh, structures computer would be like more accurate because again they can run more much more simulations faster like mm. more number of simulations yeah. at a less number of time so they can check the accuracy of the structure they generated uh, in much efficiently than a classical computer so oh, okay hmm. yeah so it's, it's testing something like that on a quantum computer would be more viable in my opinion Hmm, again not not everybody owns a quantum computer and one quantum computer i think cost like 10 million like i okay. think 1000 qubit okay. can you check on that how much like was the minimum yeah, range I, yeah i can check that out and okay cost of quantum computing okay and apparently um a single Hello. qubit is apparently like $10000 before oh. like the research and developmental costs and okay uh, so 1000 qubits is 10 million yeah and no yeah, i'll talk even bigger numbers at like at a certain price point a useful universal quantum computer hardware alone comes in at at least 10 billion dollars billion yeah 10 billion dollars and it's by the guardian by the way okay that's a lot more money than i expected yeah me too <laughs> so that they're not talking about this 2000 1000 qubit uh, they're talking about some bigger deal <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> Yeah. They are obviously they are talking about something like 10,000 100,000 qubit range. Probably probably yeah. Yeah. Like okay. uh, dude the problem with like getting a quantum computer is like um you need to first of all get up all the hardware to like get it running hmm. and you need to like maintain like a proper room and stuff right? um like which is devoid of any other interferences and stuff so it's yeah. going to be expensive i'm pretty sure like that's also into account in their case okay probably uh yeah so that is actually a pretty large amount of money by the way yeah yeah like yeah obviously like and not the article yeah. and the article was like published in 2019 august so okay it's pretty, pretty recent yeah it's pretty recent Okay huh. going by that figures again companies like Google and NASA like NASA is not a company so like maybe ventures like Google and NASA will have okay, ventures a different name like my point is people like those people have a lot of money to spend on so 
yeah true they can spend <laughs> ഇൻസ്റ്റാഗ്രാം we make sound 34 yeah uh, have a nice day uh, this is anirudh and this is siddharth so peace